Hello, everybody. Let's start again. This is take 555. If there's a one way to bring in some really awesome energy, it's to go through all the things and not give up into this. That's very true. Like, I think that is probably one of our common grounds is just how, um, how resilient and we don't actually give up. And, you know, you have been from the moment that I actually got to connect with you. So I'm just going to say it again because I had forgotten to press record. Um, but from the moment that we connected through this um, basic mastermind, we've both been on this 12 month journey. You've been doing some other stuff through that as well. I got to meet this woman and it was like whoo, feeling that energy. And we're talking 5D quantum. OK, so when we're talking about seeding the new earth narrative in the collective consciousness of humanity, which is exactly what Star Peace is about. We're talking about living in a completely different paradigm of consciousness. And Wendy beautifully embodies it. She, it, The way I describe you is you kind of you you were born with it. Right. It kind of came in with you. Whereas for me, I've been through these incremental stages of awakening. Like it hasn't been all at once at all. There's been a lot of confusion. But you kind of came in with this divine certainty of just everything is possible. Right. And what do we want? So. I would love you to just say hello and introduce yourself the way you would like to. How do you want to show up today? Who are you today? What's it all about today? Like, just give us a little. Oh, like every day is new, right? <laughs> every day builds on the next. So it feels if you're going to implement the concept or the construct of time. So my name is Wendy Paquette. I live in Ontario, Canada, which I absolutely love. There's so much change happening here. So it gives me an opportunity to play in the quantum space. I really am a being that can see and read frequency and transmute all the programs that are in your brain that cause you to feel stuck in your reality. And um, I was telling Rosie earlier this morning, early, early this morning, um, what I'm doing is quantum barrier busting. So really blowing apart the barriers that we have within us and around us, above us, below us, everywhere. And popping out into a space that we we call the unknown, which is really the infinite space of all that is. So that is who I be in the world. I am, you know, everything that and living a regular everyday life where I get to be me every single day, walking the world as me no matter where I go, because anything else would be super inauthentic. Mm. So, Yes. You, you haven't actually started in this world with like loads of anxiety, loads of fear, loads of self-doubt. That was never there, right? No. Um, I mean, it wasn't. I always had this sense of adventure and this reality that anything was possible. As a child, I knew that <clears throat> I didn't have the words for it, of course, but I knew that you can create new neural pathways, which we now learn is, you know, something that the neuroscientists bring, bring to our table. Um, I knew all those things as a child. I remember telling my mom, Hey, you know, mom, you know, it was five. I remember being five and saying to her, if we think about happy things, joyful things all the time, we'll create a new pathway. No one has to be sad. And I didn't realize what I was saying. And of course my mother, she was like, well, whatever kid, <laughs> you know, like how oh, parents are like, you know, enough talking, but um, I knew all those coming in. And so it's just been a journey of realization, I suppose, because I have had my own enlightenment experiences. I just haven't had the barriers of, you know, thinking things weren't available to me. Let's just pause there. Can everybody please just write down 
imagine what your life what my life would be like if I didn't believe there were any barriers between me and what I want just just mull that over for a second <laughs> right like there's going to be so much potency in the messaging of our time together. And, you know, we have created in divine timing. We just had to trust it, let go. The irony is around those cosmic monkeys that were causing it difficult for us to connect. My, my mic was muted. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and Wendy's um, computer needed to reboot and it took ages. Then we were trying to get onto the Star Peace page. And for some reason, Zoom wasn't interfacing. We just, did we get stressed? No, we, we knew... <laughs> When we get here, it'll be the right time, but I would definitely encourage you, those of you who are here, please say hello, because I can see there's some people here. We'd love to know who you are. And if you have any questions, just put them in the chat box and I will keep an eye on them. And um, yeah, just really invite everyone before we go anywhere deep, just to take a deep breath in and then send that breath down your body. Make sure your legs are uncrossed and allow yourself to connect consciously to your earth chakra, to the crystalline grid and to the core of Mother Earth. And just allow your, your mind to relax and become the witness of this experience, your heart to open so you can receive all of the downloads that you most need right now to allow your quantum field to expand, to access it, to know that you are the architect of your life and you can truly start now to shut down everything that isn't really for you, isn't really supporting you to have the most joyful experience of co-creating here. And see the paths ahead that are full of joy and your creative expression. And we're all here with the intention of consciously rewriting our own narratives and the collective consciousness of humanity's story so that we can create paradise earth, heaven on earth, new earth paradigm, whatever your words are. In this space, just inviting grace in. Taking a deep breath, coming right back. Hey, Yolanda. Hey, Anne. Good to see you. Welcome, welcome. So I would describe you, my love, as I was talking about this in one of my videos recently, but someone who comes in with that innate wisdom without having gone through the cloak of amnesia that most of us do, right? So, you know, very often, well, for the most part, for most of us, from what I've learned in my work, you know, when we're spending our time in the womb and we don't particularly have the consciousness around us with our parents to support us to remember or to not shut it down, it takes quite a lot of struggle. That's been my path, you know, and so many others that I would call the star seeds that we we have a really challenging early life in order to remember our mastery. But you've come in as what I would say the rare example of someone that keeps that frequency intact. I mean, you're saying on your website that you used to be able to breathe underwater until you got told that you couldn't breathe underwater anymore. Um, that's, that's wow. Right. Um, in my world as I used to teach a lot of baby yoga and I didn't really do the, the wetland stuff, wetland, the water stuff, but what we know is babies will naturally hold their breath underwater from, from being a newborn. Right different breathing underwater can you tell us a bit more about that yeah um well it was you know it's when I was under 10 and I, I'm sure I was around I was around five again too it's around that area where you know you just don't know any you just don't know the rules of that are going to be imparted upon you as you get older and we had a pool and I was always in it like always, always, always in it my mom you know would bring us out there I think she brought us and put us in the pool my brother and I saw that she could 
wear us out. <laughs> so we would fall asleep. Anyway, and I remember um, swimming from one end of the pool to the other, to the other. And um, at one moment in the pool underneath the water, I remember going, oh, I'm breathing underwater. I can breathe underwater. I remember like specifically thinking that. And I just keep swimming. And so, of course, you know, I tell my mom, I can bring a breathe underwater. And she's just did not <laughs> like, you know, back then that was in the seventies. Parents were like, whatever. They had other things going on, but I would do them all the time. And that's just what I would do. And I, I just thought it was just something we did. And I had made this massive discovery. Oh my gosh, no one told me that we could breathe underwater. <laughs> right. I just didn't realize it as a child. And then, um, I probably told, like, said it to someone who just was like, yeah, right. That's not what happens. You're not actually doing that. And it was at that age where you're so um, influenced that it just kind of shut that down. And I don't, I don't remember ever having that experience again. In fact, I'll tell you something. And, and this is something that just kind of came through right now. And thank you for asking me this question. I created asthma. Asthma? which is the inability to breathe oh asthma right i was like asthma what's that asthma i'm in england <laughs> and, i was gonna say it's my canadian accent yeah and so that just those two pieces can wow what a great couple pieces of the puzzle to put together so because of my limitations that i imparted on myself by buying the bullshit that you can't breathe underwater i literally embodied and bought the entire bullshit program wow how exciting is this to learn right now it's something that I didn't even put two and two together and I asked the I asked myself like when I say myself the universe is us right we are the universe I asked myself when I say that I'm like what is it that's holding me back what program is that because I've looked at all the let's say alternative things and the medical things. And what I didn't put together was that I am looking outside of me in many ways, right? Yes. Are those things supportive? Yes. They, you know, can medicine save us? Of course it can. Can alternative medicine be supportive? Of course it can. And that piece that you just gifted me right there has been the biggest blessing ever. Thank you for asking that question. Cause that leads me to the next thing questions if you don't know something ask the flipping question because that's all I spend my life doing I just ask listen we we are looking at with our eyeballs the absolute reflection of our inner world it's not a joke it's real and true and when you finally let yourself know that no matter what's in your reality you you could change it that's where the infinite possibilities comes into play. It's not something that you're striving to get to. It's something you already are. It's like flip the switch of understanding. You're seeing you in the world. And if you're not actually getting that piece, you're never going to get what you want because you're going to keep trying to fix it, much like I did with the asthma. Just you watch. I'll come back and check in. Asthma will disappear instantaneously. Why? Because I'll undo the program. Now, that's part of my my unique gift for me is to be able to read, see, turn off and on and transform programs in the physical skin suit brain. Like when we hold stuff in our skin suit, that's my gift. And I will shift that one thing, which will change my life. Mm -hmm. Now, all of us have a unique gift. 
it's not something that you have to try to find. It's something that you already possess. So you don't have to find it. The, the, the heart of finding something means you'll never have it, right? It's the law of duality. Reality will deem that true. You just get to allow yourself to be it. And so when you see something in the world that you do not like, it's a matter of being able to find your own way of addressing that frequency, that programming that you're seeing, and then transforming it into the opposite or the possibility by acknowledging that that is not you, that is not the truth of you. Yeah. And when you're seeing pain, it's not the truth of you. Go ahead. I've got two questions for you, actually, that have just come up that I feel will be really, really helpful. So one of them is, you know, I've just come back from Bruce Lipton, two two days of Bruce Lipton, and I was saying to you off, off uh, the show that I'm I'm currently just sitting right in the center of my toroidal flow. So for me, I'm I'm right bang in zero balance, accessing zero point field, which is quantum field, and I'm playing. I've never played so much ever. I'm having so much fun, and when I came back from Bruce, I was like, I just felt like I was purely my quantum particles like there was no me in physical I was just very aware of the infinite potential and mm. you know the way I work with my clients is we really always align with the highest good of all and the win-win-win we we ask for what we want what we desire what we want to experience we're like yeah this I'm claiming it but we also surrender it so we're not attached to the outcome which is play right. however when someone is for example what really showed up for Bruce's work was the fact that modern medicine works effectively, as in the pills that we get. We're not talking about um, operations per se, although there's a place there as well for it. But the pills we're given, the, the current approach of take this to make something go away is largely placebo because our bodies can do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's what really came out of it. So when someone is in a state of chronic pain, for example, and it appears on the surface there's nothing wrong. Like they're not ill with something, right? But they are in chronic pain. They are having that experience of being in constant pain. And they know their history. They know the traumas that they've had. They've kind of brought that to the surface. They've done work to clear it, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Where do they go with this? Like, you know, how can they go from that moment of being in so much pain to actually not being in pain? Yeah. Um, I actually put myself through that experience so that I can understand it better. And I could see why people give up. That was the gift I was given, uh, putting myself through that. Where I would go, what, what I now know, is that the element of not giving up is a big thing. It is, is a real and true program that you want to have. <laughs> is the resiliency to um, know you'll never stop being you it's not never stop trying or never stop seeking it's you'll never stop being you and following your internal guidance with the question what gift do i get to have what what did i create this for in ownership of whatever that thing is right what did i create this for to understand better and can I have it now? Oh, I love it. I just got tingles. You've, you've actually reminded me of something. You know, we're talking around the age of five, and I think it's very powerful because Bruce's work, um, you're going to hear me go, Bruce, 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 but basically he's underpinned everything I've ever done in all of my different trainings. He's always been there. So for me, he's like the, the masculine energy that I'm playing with at the moment, not in that weird way. So, <laughs> but, but basically, um, 
in his books, he talks about the fact that we're in, you know, a highly programmable state, time in the womb through to the age of seven. And then once you're seven, the programs are set and that's it. You're living those programs. Now, I've really noticed in the work that I do with my clients that when they actually do the clearing in themselves and clear the patterns in themselves, not only does it actually do a lot to help free the ancestors that are still, well, non-physical are freed for sure. The physical have to make the choice to let it go as well because they have their free will, but their descendants, it kind of just happens by osmosis. And it it, it happened for me with my 21-year-old daughter two weeks ago when mm-hmm. she said to me, mum, I really think you did an amazing job bringing, you know, bringing me up. I don't know how you did it. Now this yeah. girl hated me for eight years. I'd call the police. I've had to do loads of stuff, right. That meant that we had a very difficult, very challenging relationship. And I definitely did not feel like I had done a great job. <laughs> he was like, I don't know how you did it. I'm your age now. And I was, you were pregnant with me. And like, how did you keep a roof over our heads? How did you, I always went to all the activities I wanted to, like, how did you do this? Like she was in awe. And I was like, did I ever think this day would come? <laughs> no, but I didn't, I didn't stop. Like for yeah. me, my example of being a, the version of me now, of course, I, there's a bit of me that wishes I could go back in time and be that version then, but I am already going back in time and being that version then. Cause I can go in my imagination back and shift things that were traumatic and reality crafting and, you know, going back and forward in times, loads of fun and teach that. But when I was five, I remember my school project I did this thing and no one can remember it but I wrote on it there is no such thing as I can't I was very very clear that I knew there was no such thing as you can't do something Mm -hmm. and I also believed in magic intrinsically I used to say to my nanny my grandmother you know like wear this bracelet this bracelet's got magic in it it'll make you better but obviously everyone around me was like there there (laughs) yeah yeah magic isn't real and you know you take so long to kind of clear through it and I think this thing of why did I create this for me to understand better and can I have it now is like really powerful for owning the fact that we actually create these really challenging conditions because, you know, we've all been through them one way or another. Um, Okay, well, I'll move on because the next question I have, I know one of our coaches is always very impressed with things you say and she quotes them and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Wendy, she's cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're talking about homelessness and like I, I wanted to bring this to you because I for me like if there's one thing that I would really like to see change in this world it's that there are no people on the street that don't want to be on the street mm-hmm. now, paradox there because you could say subconsciously they do want to be on the street otherwise they wouldn't be on the street right but you well, have hey, tell me tell me your take tell me yeah your take. it's a different languaging than that I imagine it's just like um it's the same concept of an illness it's the same concept. So we create, we are, so let me go back a bit. I'll set a little bit of context to understand where I'm going to go. That everything in our reality is a reflection of us. Whatever we're after, we're going to see. It may not be the thing that we want to experience because if we have a program that's interfering, we're going to see the opposite and be frustrated by it. So when we're frustrated by something, it's we're not really seeing what we're seeing in a truthful way. What we're seeing is an element of our programming that's a lie that lives within us. 
And because we have that, we're going to see it everywhere and we're going to be reminded of it so that we can change it. So that that is true. When you see homelessness and you're like infuriated and impained by it because it just doesn't seem fair, you're not really seeing homelessness for homelessness. What you're seeing is a programming within you that believes that's wrong. And that's the programming you're seeing. You're not actually seeing homelessness for homelessness sake. Some people love being homeless. They love it. They don't like the responsibility of anything and they chose that and they're blissfully happy creating their little world there. But what I'm hearing you say is that it, there's something wrong about that. That's they are being victimized. No one is being victimized. We are choosing that in every second we're living. So that we are choosing it, it becomes something that's changeable mm. by sheer will and desire. I don't want this. I'm going to fight until I find something else. And even if it looks ugly and nasty, that's my choice. I'm creating it. So because you're looking at me and thinking that's wrong, how is that wrong? But my journey is my journey. Mm. Right? So the biggest message I've, I've, you know, that I find coming out of my face lately is we've been taught that being selfish is wrong. All our parents, our grandparents, the schools, the churches, everything has imbued the pro the programming that, you know, serve others before you serve yourself. All right. Give before you receive, give to receive, um, you know, don't be selfish. All those things. Those are the biggest programs ever. Mm. Why? Because in this, this third dimensional aspect that we're living, this construct built by fear until we transcend our own fear from that space will we keep seeing all of those things those programs of being selfish are the opposite of what we what we get to choose in order to transcend yeah yeah transcendence is i'm unique as is everyone else, my message is unique. What I'm here to do is something that I can choose only and it must serve me. Not like, you know, I'm saying that not in the, I need to be rich financially, all those things. No, I must have the most fun I've ever had. Just like you were saying, when you are having the most fun you've ever had, doing the things that you want to do without the caveat is because you think you're going to change the world. That is a program. You must do it to change your world, your personal world. Mm -hmm. The second that you're doing it for someone else, you've got it wrong. Mm -hmm. Because you're automatically victimizing someone else. And that's the piece that's inaccurate. I love it. It's like so, a way of feeling energy, isn't it? Really? Star piece isn't about everyone. It's about you. You alone get to create that for you for the most fun you've ever had. Mm -hmm. Not because of what it creates in the world. Mm -hmm. That changes the game. Now it's work 
it's a job with a mission because something must happen. And that invites in a really not so fun feeling, Mm -hmm. which is a lower frequency. Try escaping it. Mm -hmm. You'll keep hitting the ceiling and hitting the ceiling, get more frustrated and more frustrated because the things you think you're creating aren't actually being created. Why? Because it's not about anybody else. We are infinitely driven source energy in an individuated skin suit. There's no other thing to look at. You can't even deny it. Look in the mirror. Is there one of you or two or 10? There's one, one, one you. So in that case, when you can be eternally selfish in the most beautiful way flip the switch on what selfishness actually we've been taught it is it's not selfish because how dare you be selfish how dare you just think of you but when you're coming from an infinite love space how can that be wrong how can it be wrong it can't be Deep breath, everyone. Take that in. <laughs> um, and I, I love that because you're doing, literally, I want to own that. It's like, I'm doing this because this is the most fun idea I can come up with. This is like, this is something that um, I feel I will enjoy sharing with others, right? As a way of inviting into this space of play. Like, what else can we create? I'm curious about what else we can create. But bring this back to the homelessness thing, though, because I, I suppose where I have got stuck in the past is how should I deal with this? What is the right way to deal with this thing that's uncomfortable for me to see? And I definitely don't. I see some people looking blissfully happy on the streets. They look quite drunk or off their heads on some. <laughs> right. But generally what my, what catches my attention, what I'm he- feeling and I'm recognizing this pattern now is definitely a, a coming through my father line in particular, but it's pity it's the frequency of pity which is in itself a representation of victim consciousness right so i pity you you are a victim i must help you now i don't want to sound too flippant here my heart is hurting a little bit as i say that because you know whatever the the context of why people end up in really unpleasant painful situations whether emotionally physically psychologically or all of the above we're here as you said the uh, if you like caveat of experiencing ourselves and learning how um as i'm feeling it it's like yeah the path of being selfish is what allows you to be able to actually be your fullness at the same time because you're not giving from an empty cup and you're not you're not trying to give to get that's a very important thing as well right it's i'm here experiencing the divinity of me in this world right so I'm just looking at how to reframe it because I know that for me, it's the people I see. I'll do it with you right now. Because when two or more are gathered. Magic happens. Why? Because it's quantum. Because when I'm transferring my known truth with you and you're an acceptance of it, it instantaneously moves because you are me. There isn't a doubt in my mind that I don't know the truth of what you're, what you're looking to transform, which means when you allow yourself to step in the room with me and actually be willing to transform it, it will, because I know no different. You ready? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm just gonna ask you a question, a couple of questions so that you can see your truth. Is it your job, your right, your soul's mission to pity others? No. As you should pity yourself? No. No, that would be victimization. So breathe. Because I could feel that great going right in your body, like, oh yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not the energy of that. That is not me. Which allows that energy to transform into absolute truth. Be an allowance that these humans who you're seeing from the pity eyes are only from your eyes. You are seeing it. I could feel it right in here as it goes in. You're just like letting every cell shift and just do so. Let it. I'm feeling that so much in my solar plexus. It's so funny. I wore this color today. I knew I had to wear it. <laughs> yeah. And I could feel it going through your body. You're like, okay. You had this little bit of resistance to it because you were so certain you thought you believed yourself so certain of that that needed to be changed that it just didn't take much does your sheer willingness to be greater than what you allowed yourself to be in the moment just prior right we're always evolving every moment mm -hmm. oh man that just like it, your whole being is just like kind of busting out of this tight piece that you were kind of keeping yourself in oh. yeah I can feel I can feel a lot uh, right here there's a lot going on and just this expansion of just it's okay it's a much nicer better for everyone to let this go it's certainly better for me right to like let that go so as I as I heard you say it for me it was like a I was almost seeing the matrix, like the movies, the matrix, and this program is like, you will only see this in your reality if you are carrying the program for it. Mm -hmm. My dad is like a classic example of, he's the, um, how do I put it? President of the Ecological Society, like in Greece. So I'm not saying the whole of Greece, but something in Greece. And he's also the like the head of the Animal Welfare Society. Right. But he's always running around rescuing, trying to save, doesn't have anything himself, living completely in a poverty consciousness mindset, mm -hmm. um, always actually creating the sensation of others saying it's literally, oh, poor George, poor, you know, he's, you know, like working so hard. All these terrible things keep happening and I'm watching it all and I'm like. I, you know, I inherited that program, but I don't want to live it. Mm -hmm. And to me, the way it presents is particularly with, with the homeless. That's the way it has been for me. because mm -hmm. It brought that out. Okay. Well, so to you, he could easily be that if he, if, if anything dropped, which yeah. is why you look at that and you want to change that because you believe it will change him. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, when you allow yourself to know that you are not the energy of pity that program doesn't live you will not see it 
and the same way in anyone ever again. Because that is just a program that was living and running consistently. And your sheer desire to help the world save the world. There's no saving the world. We are evolving consistently in multiple aspects of ourselves at the same exact time, infinitely, until it's unrecognizable to human species. So there is no version of you that can be fixed because nothing's broken. There's no version of the things outside of us that can be fixed because nothing's broken. The only thing that we can do is be an acknowledgement of the power that we actually possess to evolve, consciously evolve. That's what we're doing. We're consciously evolving. So in order to do that, we get to have the most fun, which, which really evokes and amplifies the highest frequencies and blasts apart and drops off all the lower frequencies and spend so much time there, you can literally pop into a space of joy and bliss and peace all the time. And you will see the outside world reflect that. Then everything you see, you'll know. You're like, yeah, this is amazing. Even homeless people, you'll see them smiling. You'll see them wink at you because they know too. They're in your world. That's fucking, I don't know if anyone else having a bit of a like, ah, on that, but that's so cool. That is, we're all living our own matrix movie. It's our own unique individuated expression of self. This is what self-actualization is. And it's the reason why the selfish word triggers so many people is because we have so many aspects of programming that circle and swirl around that world that heaven forbid we be it right no one wants to choose that because they don't want to appear as that and and in so many different categories it has been imbued upon us to not be that that we are terrified to be that ever ever which means that instead of giving ourselves permission to absolutely ascend ourselves in self-actualization we forbid it. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, that was the program I was given. It was like, don't be selfish. You know, like, you know, you're being selfish. Yes. I remember hearing it as a 15 year old. I remember hearing it, hearing it earlier. And if we think about the world we've just, you know, come through those last two years where I don't know, right now feels unrecognizable to where we have been like coming through. Right. It just feels very, very different. Whatever the narratives are it's like it's much easier to play if you want to right now it's much easier to kind of create what you want but it was that whole service to others you know the greater good what the fuck's the greater good what's the highest good and how can the greater good not involve me why do I have to self-sacrifice to save you what I was gonna say was that that whole question is how ironic because you could say uh, for the greater good of me add that in yeah. The greater good of me. <laughs> like this is where selfishness is like the greatest gift you'll ever give yourself. Selfishness, so that you can transcend. Because listen, ask yourself this question: Is my heart in the right place? Am I coming from the right place? And I know I don't even have a guess. Every single one of you listening, and everyone you know, and you, everyone, the answer is yes. Of course you are. You wouldn't be here in this space if it wasn't so allow yourself to know that 
It's a question I will ask myself many times. Like that's one of the things that I am consistent with reminding myself. If I feel like I know that I'm going to be really potent and I know that I'm going to be really polarizing and I know that I'm going to say stuff that people are like going to be infuriated by. And the reminder I used to, I, I haven't lately anymore. I've really truly embodied my, my own beingness, but I'm like, is my heart in the right place? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Out it comes, right? My heart in the right. Pri- yes. It's coming from the, the deepest, most loving, pure spaces of possibility. That, that is, though, this is one of the things that I'm seeing in this world is that actually there's quite a lot of people that aren't coming from the right, you know, the hearts. They don't want to actually do something for, for, for good. They want to harm someone else because they're in pain. It's like, well, you. I, let me let me dive into that a little bit. You're only seeing a program in yourself that gets to shift. There's no space where you are not. Deep breath, everyone. Everything we see, everything is a reflection of our own programs, right? And that's a very, it's a really, really interesting thing because I, I feel like the wounds of the masculine, the wounds of the feminine that we each see, like we each see, whether we see them in government, whether we see them in big pharma, whether we see them in our families, whatever, it's there to go, all right, then, what would I like to see instead? What would I like to see instead? It's, it's this, like the, the pattern of transformation is the same. Yeah. Just like you were seeing, you know, you were seeing a program in the homeless people, which you believe inspired you to want to do something about it. If, imagine, imagine the fucking rabbit hole that you take yourself away from you thinking I must change that wrongness. How can I change it? Well, I'll create this. Well, what would be fun? I'll create this. And you try to create it with the intention of fun because you want it to be fun, but you're trying to right a wrong which is not even wrong at all. It's coming from you because you're seeing it. The outside world is the most massive reflection. Like when you look at it from a, like back up and go, look at everyone. We're all seeing all of our programs at one time, which why is why we're seeing it in such a mass. <laughs> all mass everywhere because the age of transparency is now. Mm-hmm. And so when... I, I just walk myself through all these things. I mean, this isn't something that's just like, yes, a lot of stuff is magically delivered because I'm so connected to my infinite intelligence and I am also human. So I'm living through my own stuff as well. And, you know, being in Canada and having, you know, a prime minister who is appearing as he is really at the beginning infuriated me. But instead of being so infuriated that I was pointing my finger, I went within what am I seeing in him that's causing my, this reflection to appear and be in my reality? Mm. And then I shifted it and I saw it. I was like, oh, and it, it literally disappears. The feeling of infuriation absolutely disintegrates in, in, instantaneously. So then what, you know, and I just live in my everyday world. If something else arrives and I, I see it, I identify it, I shift it. Something else arrives until the point where I'm like, wow, I haven't seen anything for a really long time. I must not be growing <laughs> because I'm still human and I'm still here and this is really interesting. So what else is going on that I'm not aware of? And so then I, I'm faced with my own internal uh, programming about self in a different way. I'm seeing it in myself. I'm like, uh, gosh, 
why, you know, why X, Y, Z? I'm like, oh, I don't know. And I, I have the moment, the human moment of wanting to point my finger. I'm not unlike anyone else in that way. I'm in skin suit, <laughs> right? I've just cleared more programs than everybody that else that it's not at, at that, you know, there's a lot of people that are just like me in their own way. And everyone, everyone listening to this and everyone on the planet has the same exact opportunity in their own way to do the exact same thing. But what happens is I begin asking questions and we get circled back to the beginning of when we were saying the questions are the magic that you can utilize for yourself. That is a self tool. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. And I ask myself, what's going on here? And I don't sit there and try to find the answer because I won't find it. The word find itself denotes not having found it. So, you know, it's, the, the human language is quite interesting to me. It's very much a technology of transformation in itself. Language is technology. So because of that, I ask the question and then I shift my frequency to do something else. I literally think about something else. Yeah. And, and on I go, what occurs is all of a sudden it'll, the answer, the other frequency of the answer of the question will drop in and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> it might not be that very moment. It might be when I wake up which is what happened, right? Not because when I was sleeping, I figured it out. It's because I was out of the frequency of my own question. Cannot be in the frequency of the question and the answer at the same time. Two different frequencies. Ask the question and move your ass into a different room and do something else to be in a different frequency. When you're in a different frequency, then you're open to receive. Exactly. I'm so with you on that. It's something I've been saying a lot recently is like when you ask the question, let it be right? It's not going to come straight away. You start trying to think of the answer. You're in the problem mindset. We cannot create something new from that vibration, right? So you've got to, in in the yoga world, we call this space between the breath, the in-breath and the out-breath, or the out-breath and the in-breath. And it's, that's the magical space where something happens because it's suspended. You're not up, you're not down, you're just allowing. And I love the way you're talking because, again, we've been talking about, you know, words as spells and, you know, what we what we say, we create, etc. I just want to get I'm really curious who else is here. So we've got a couple of others who've jumped on. And if anyone has any questions, please ask, because it'd be lovely to know who's here. And I just I'm just so enjoying the freedom that comes from seeing the world from this you know quantum perspective. Do you want to say anything else in terms of um what quantum means to you what does the quantum world mean to you I mean you're you're living a real like a real life you've got a husband you've got a child you've got a job you know you're like you're, this is your job is to help people to yeah. see how they can free themselves right and just remind them of, of where it's at but mm-hmm. what would you you know people know about quantum physics they hear a lot about epigenetics through me but it's like what what would you describe all of this playground with because that's for me, star peace and even that that whole thing about homeless is like, if I had all the money in the world, what would I do? And it's like, it's not actually about having all the money in the world. It's more about what is the world I want to create? I want to create a world where it doesn't look like there's suffering in places that makes me feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Um, well, and that now that you know that you can change that instantaneously, there's no longer that thought in your brain. It's, yeah. That's what you get to choose. You're like, well, I'm not looking like what would I... But I change something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you're not, there's no way that you can decide that there's something in the world that you would change with any kind of money or any kind of experience because that is you. So the change begins here. Mm-hmm. It's not outside of you. 
that's the easiest part of like a victim where do I feel like I've got no choice where do I feel like I'm suffering it's really important I think whoa I've got to write those down um yeah like a victim like I'm suffering because those are the old programs and I I love movies I just love entertainment I love like being in another reality like you know dream world like I love dreaming and it's like creating that here whilst we're here having this experience but let's just come back to the question i asked because i'm i'm everywhere baby well what's your what's your take on the quantum world explain this to everybody please uh, the quantum, you know <clears throat> to be honest with you that those are to me just words there's labels mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so i don't have an answer to that question they're just labels the quant- that the, the quantum world is a label of limitation we're just utilizing scientists and they're just using words in order to label experiences. Oh yeah. They want mechanisms. This is the mechanism. This is the mechanism. And it doesn't. So that's my thought around like, what do I feel about? Well, I I don't really think about the world in that way with that label of a quantum, you know, playground. I, I just don't think of it that way. I mean, it doesn't, if you tap into those words itself, they carry no weight. It's like, meh. So let me kind of, ground that a little bit so what i what i would um explain quantum is as the most minuscule particles of possibility right just to kind of anchor a concept here because people hear the word but they don't necessarily know what it means but from what i've understood in the quantum physics world if we're just allowing that to exist for our mind to comprehend Mm. on some level it's literally um the infinite possibilities that these tiny phenomenal particles that are impossible to see but they're all the possibilities that are available you don't express it like that how would you express things I just while you're saying that I was like getting a a picture of it so because there's this this big narrative of I guess transformation or transcendence into a new world or new reality or and whatever next you know dimension whatever that those words and as, as I was saying are like technology are labeling an idea of possibility not necessarily truth per se will that occur potentially yes can we label it from the space of this frequency we can label it, yes. Will that limit our experience? Well, you answer that question. Yes. Yes, I will. So because of that, my, my current thought process or words around what you're asking me, and I think I know what you're asking me just without the words, is we are allowing ourselves right now to be in a higher expression unknown to us in any way because of that we have all the possibilities available when we when we stop labeling the experiences we're having to make it mean something we will have the most impressive most outstanding experience in within ourselves and our reality 
that then will gift us a viewpoint and a beautiful mirror into who we really are. Mm, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, you were the first person we had a conversation. I remember you blowing my mind in the first conversation about the idea that everything was just random. This whole existence, this whole universe, this whole how we got here. You know, we've got all these creation stories and we've got, you know, all these different ways of expressing expressing existence so we can understand it. But it, it's just happened randomly. Do you want to speak to that at all? <laughs> or is that enough on that? <laughs> um. I think that's just kind of putting like, you know, icing on something else that has a label. I think what if if you've been with us this far for this conversation, it's being in the allowance of being and I'm going to use the word selfish because I think the more we use it in a beautiful way, the more it will be perceived that way, the more we can be selfish with ourselves and our own experience. So let me caveat this. I'm not saying don't make the most money you've ever made because listen, in this reality, it's your reality. It's yours. It's 100% yours. So you're not taking something from someone else by having the most money. You're not. You're not taking anything from anyone. When you have less money because you think there's something in the way, you're taking it from yourself. So my goodness gracious, have make, generate, create the most amount of money you've ever had so that you can play at a greater freedom mm. with money if mm. that's in your world mm. but if you can see the expression of you unique if you want to know who you are infinitely who you are as expressed in this body allow yourself to drop all the perceptions of what could be happening just for a moment and allow yourself to see you infinitely like really barrierless into your own transcendence to know that this reality is actually just yours. And so the things in it are the literal reflection of your inner world, the literal reflection. It is an infinite world, both ways, inner and outer. So Whatever you're experiencing, that's not working. You're just viewing it as not working. It's inside. There's a program that could be shifted to cause it to work. Who's to say you'd even still want it if it wasn't if it was then working? That's an interesting question to ask as well. Would I really want this if I could actually have it, or if I'm just am I just having a lot of fun trying to get it? <laughs> would i really want this if i could have it just just say it again that's so cool <laughs> would i really want this if i could actually have it or am i just having a lot of fun trying to get it i think this this speaks a lot um to the dissatisfaction that I've experienced, and I think many have as well, in like when you actually do achieve a goal that you have longed for that you thought was never actually going to be possible. I find more in the material than in the emotional has been my experience. But it's like, okay, so I did that. Okay, so I did that. Okay, so I did that. And that it's such a temporary sense of achievement, if you like. And there's the the condition striving to more, to more, to more because it defines 
our success, our worth is such BS. Do it because you want to, right? Like you said, <clears throat> love what you said about money and, and freedom because, you know, you hear people say, well, money doesn't buy happiness. It's like, well, it certainly gives you access to a lot more ways to be happy if, you know, you are unhappy because you can tap into all the different opportunities that are available to create more. Of course, you can be completely happy without any money at all and not need it and not have it in your world. And that's also totally valid, right? So um, I'm just thinking like, hmm. this feels like a really nice moment just to allow everybody to take a breath and expand and see where you are right now. Where are we right now? Because there's so much amazing stretching of what we conceive as possible going on in this conversation and even what's desirable. And this thing about what would I really want would I really want this or is it just the, the trying that is the fun bit? What's your experience with that in terms of your life sort of journey? Like, have you found that there are things you've just striven for, but you never really wanted to achieve them? Or what, what's your story with that? Uh, it's funny that you say that because my husband reflects to me all the time. You always get everything you want. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. Right. So that's been my experience most of my life when I look at it and it could be like up until the moment that you realize that you're the creator of your reality, it could appear as like, um, lucky or privileged or gifted or whatever you want to call it. There's a million labels you can add to that because if you're in identification of something that you don't have of course you're going to place a label on it so that you can then either a try to achieve it or b try to knock it down because why didn't you have it or the epitome of that is by victimizing yourself for not having it mm. which is uh you know if you don't like the word victim it's like okay what shitty feelings are you creating within yourself because you don't have something that you think you can't have and someone else does so would I say that life has been easy? No, of course not. Because growing is always challenging. So is it hard? No, it's not hard. Because when you know the truth, it's not hard. It's challenging. It's challenging like, okay, I haven't. So I've spent most of my life trying to figure out the whole asthma thing. <clears throat> Until today. Did I see this coming? No. However... I did ask a question just yesterday about it. I literally asked about it yesterday. <clears throat> so that's getting what you want. I asked about it yesterday and today I received the answer. That is how my world works. You can have the same world. You can choose it for yourself to know. And so I would say the biggest program that, that I do not have that you all could look at for yourselves is trust. I trust me fully, so fully that I know that if I want something, I will have it. And my life proves that true. Why? It's the programming of the truth. There's nothing in the way of that. So 
I did want to offer your audience an opportunity to experience themselves in a greater aspect of this. <clears throat> Excuse me, I think by doing like a um an assessment a timeline assessment like where they're at and where they want to be and seeing what's in between and how much of that is actually um how much is in the way mm. or would you like to shift a timeline so that there's less in the way because you can do that too right there's really no limitations and the purpose of that i feel is for your fun mission of star piece because the people in your world, in my world also, are playing as players in our world who are also having their own unique experience, but we all grow from each other in a way that's like, what do you call those bubbles? When, when a kid blows the bubbles and a whole bunch of bubbles comes out, kind of like the same thing. We're all part of the same liquid before it became bubbles, then it becomes you know, separated bubbles in our own space, but we're still made of the same stuff. Mm -hmm. So because we're playing in the same world, well, if I went this way and you went that way, my view is different than yours and I'm going to create different programs than you. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to create star piece and have fun together, wouldn't it be fun to, to play in the space where we're looking at the same picture, we're embodying the same stuff, we clear the same programs. Like we really look at it from that perspective. In my world, specificity is the key. Mm. If I'm lost, and this is for everybody, ask yourself, if you feel lost or if you feel you just don't know where you're headed or you don't know which way to go, the question then becomes, a lack of clarity, like you're in a lack of clarity. So you, you get to be clear. Well, how do you become clear? You ask the question and then you think about something else. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, okay, so what is really true for me? What do I really want? Not in, I would say not in specifics. What do I really want? I want to have so much fun. That is always my MO. I'm always, I just want to have so much fun. And I know that fun creates peace. Mm -hmm. And peace allows fun, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because we're on the same mission is why you and I get on so well. The yeah. same mission, just call it something different, right? Mine's just in a, mine's delivered in a different fun way, which mm -hmm. is this. My favorite thing is to like really be the channel of all possibilities so that others can choose the same thing for themselves. My role, I mean, Creating magic with someone by removing the programs is the most fun, 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 because instantaneously things shift. Mm -hmm. And then the outside world has to shift too, because the outside world is us, right? Because I know that when I work with someone, it actually shifts and they're like, holy shit, I can't believe it. I'm like, really? I can't believe it. Really? Don't say that. <laughs> like, really? You can't believe it. Well, that, that's the expression, right? Like, Holy shit, that was so much fun. What else can I change? And that becomes like this catalytic. Everyone wants to play and have fun. And the more you come against up against stuff, the more you get excited because you get to identify, oh my God, I didn't even know that program existed within me. Yeah, I, I call that blind spot discovery and fine tuning. It's like that constantly playing with like what's what what you've intended and then what's showing up. And it's like, okay, well, let me just refine that intention, whatever that is for me, and then see how that works. Well, right. I was just going to say, just to finish that thought was the, the specificity of what you want only comes from how much fun you want to have doing something. 
So be specific about that. So then you can run up against your programs. You want to run up against your programs. You don't want to avoid them. You want to know what they are. Because if I'm going to have the most fun ever and something's in my way, I'll be damned if I'll let that sucker sit for very long. Because, But it's only in the specificity where you see it. And the, the way you're describing specificity is so important because I think where a lot of misinterpretation of this comes along is exactly what you said. It's like the specificity is something external of like a, a, a number, a monetary or a, whatever it is that you say has to look like this. It's like, no, no, what is the feeling state? What is it I really want to experience in every situation in my life, right? It can be, it can be those things. Mm-hmm. You can't say, okay, this year I'm going to make $10 million. You can say that. Now there's an element of like, am I bullshitting myself? Or do I really want to create that? And how much fun can I cre- have creating that? And then now we're cooking with gas. Then we put that in front of you and we look at the direct line in. And then I'm able to say, okay, what programs are in the way from you actually having this? Mm-hmm. If you're an action taker, super like, I, I can only work with people that are lit on fire, all like their ass on fire. If they know something, they're having it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. They're brave, brave, brave. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want, say it's $10 million. I'm using that because of everybody like I loved. I'm like, of course you would fucking choose it then choose it and have the most fun you've ever had getting there. What's in the way. Let's look and see mm. what's in the way. It could be a shit ton of things. So what, who cares? Well, okay. adjust them, clear them, adjust them, clear them, adjust them, clear them. Next thing you know, you're like, Oh dang, I mean, hundred million. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's about how much fun you can have. And it's just about your willingness in order to play at that level, right? And stop staring at the things that are driving you crazy that you think you need to fix. That's it. That's it. Everyone, we're all fascinated with what hasn't changed yet rather than what has. We're always looking at where the problem is rather than is. And at the same time, it's like you said, that the key to this is being willing to be challenged. And if you don't, want to be challenged and you want to stay in the zone of what you know which isn't very comfortable actually it it can be it can't be it depends on everyone's experience but it's like it's not you're not gonna it's not gonna arrive here it actually reminds me of someone I know who literally would like uh, everything to to come into his house for him and it's like no you're gonna have to to, like go and find that and like sorry find wrong word but it's like open yourself up Yes, okay, things can happen and people can land right on your doorstep, but will you let them in? Because the the, the bar- barrier of belief is there. And it's like you said at the start, what was it you called it? I wrote it down. What you're doing at the moment is quantum barrier busting, right? So it's this whole thing of like, get out of your own way. And you're reminding me also of the four page, like when Ian, my husband came into my life, I literally got everything I wanted, right? Like everything. And I found this... Um, four page you know like this is why I'm so happy and I'm in love like you know statement it was a statement it wasn't I want this it was this is why I'm so happy and in love I've got this I've got this I've got this and I read it out to his daughter and he was like I was like who does that sound like and she was like oh my god like I'd literally asked for Superman and I got Superman right so it's it's a very it's a very beautiful thing that you brought this up as you have, because if you do want the specifics of the details on the outside, yes, you can have them, but it is about really lining up with that hundred percent. It's not just going to come because you are a little bit aligned with it. It's got to be fully aligned. And oh, go on. No, I was going to say, um, it just brought me to one of the teachings that I have done before. It's the difference between 99% and a hundred percent. Well, tell us more about that. 
Well, it's either 100% bang on or it's 99% not quite, which to me is a yes or no. It's either 100% yes, that's it, or 99% nope, that's not, because 99 is not 100. I don't care how you slice it. You, you know, you put it yourself in a boat and you set your GPS and you're one degree off. You're in another country if you go far enough. Yeah. So imagine that in your reality. Same thing. Yeah. So much fun. I mean, it's right. I'm just super passionate about it because it's so true. It's so easy. And once you allow yourself to know it, it's unknowable after that it's like oh I can't not know. <laughs> like mm -hmm. most things mm -hmm. you could see something that's bullshit and forget it that very second mm -hmm. or you could see something that's bullshit and buy it as a program and have it forever which is a black kind of school isn't it for many of us and you know everything that continues onwards and yeah it's a very it's a very interesting thing because I've I, I really want to just admit that I found it really quite challenging to be privy to information ahead of what it seems other people have around them, whether that was research when I was doing all the pregnancy stuff. And like, I was always, you know, in line with the latest, like stuff that isn't going to make it to the main, mainstream for 30, 40 years. And it used to frustrate me because I had that sense of no one believing me. And it was like, do I believe myself? Can I actually, and you come back to trust. And it, I love that because the trust is absolutely implicit. And it's like, if you choose, my life really cho changed when I chose to bet on myself, when I choose to, chose to go, I'm going to back me. No one else has to. Well, let me ask you a question. And I'm asking everyone who's watching this. If you don't trust someone in your world, you're like, oh, I don't trust them. There's a couple of elements to that. One is your spidey sensors are going, oh, don't trust them. That's the, that's the label you're giving it. But what is it that you don't trust about them? That'll show you a program that's within you. That's your identification. But if you don't trust you, you trust no one. How can you have anything you've ever wanted if you can't be certain that it's, that it's available for you to have. If you don't trust that it's available for you to have, and I, and I spoke earlier about an individual, if you don't trust someone, you don't trust you. If you don't trust life, you'll never have anything you've ever wanted. You'll freaking fight the rest of your life to try to get it mm -hmm. because you won't actually trust that you can have it. And that lack of trust will prove right. You'll be like, mm -hmm. I knew it. I knew it was going to work out for me. I knew I was going to find the love of my life. I knew I was going to make $10 million. I knew I wasn't going to, I knew I wasn't going to, I knew I wasn't going to all the freaking day long. And that's the unfortunate part of the truth. Mm. Mm. That's why I'm so passionate now about speaking out about it, uh, not out about it, but <coughs> excuse me, being able to share that aspect so that you can see it too. Why do I have to be the only one that's having so much fun? And, you know, unafraid, uh, unafraid. I think fear, once you pop out of fear, trust to me is like the catalyst to eliminating fear, mm. right? Because there's a lot of other things out there. Like when they talk about, when we talk about the galactic, you know, all the galactic stuff, the galactic wars, the galactic this, that, and the other, there's all sorts of things happening out there could be scary when you think about it, because if you haven't had a physical experience that you can recall in this moment, 
it could be like, oh gosh, I could never handle that. Or I don't know. You know, you could have a lot of programming around that type of experience. But when you trust you, there's an infinite experience about that. Mm. I know that I'm me wherever I go. Mm. Pluck me off this place, put me in some galactic situation. I'm still me Mm. and excited to be so. Mm. Mm. What a difference, right? Instead of being like, oh, nothing works for me here. This world world sucks and I wish I was somewhere else, whatever. And then suddenly maybe you get plucked off and put onto some you know, galactic experience, and you're like, oh, well, how am I going to handle this? You know, it's, it's really like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you're taking the same vibration everywhere you go, basically. Yeah. Right? So you might as well, if you don't start with you, and it's so, it's just so beautifully presented here. I just love the way you shared it, because it's like, it all starts with us. It all starts with being selfish. It all starts with giving to ourselves first, right? Which is look, looking in here, like give your energy, your focus to you. What is here? What do you want? What are you seeing reflected? And what do you want to see? So that we, we can talk about it till the cows come home. I'm just aware of time. So I'm going to bring this a little bit to a close. We've had Tracy and someone else is here as well, but I'm just going to call them our mystical guest. Um, we're going to put a little link up on with this video where people can connect with you if they'd like to have a session with you because that was what you wanted to offer today wasn't it and I'm very very excited about that this is you know the joy of hearing different guests share their experience where they're at how they have vibrated to this space is just so beautiful and every everyone every time we speak I receive such beautiful messaging and I'm so grateful for that because it expands my world I've been saying from fear to love for ages because we're just doing loads of rebranding at the moment and I'm just reformulating uh, one of my courses because I've been through so much beautiful shifting that's gone on and it was like I was always like, is it from fear to love? And you just answered it. It's like from fear to trust. It's like, yes, of course. If you trust, it doesn't matter if you don't know how, you just trust. And the trusting creates a different energy, which allows something in, which is what I would call a miracle, right? A shift in perspective. This is the miracle. You have just literally shared what a miracle is today. That's what I feel. It's a shift in perspective that allows the impossible to become possible. Yep. It's amazing. Is there anyone saying anything here? Tracy's, I think, sending love. Um, so I'd love you to come back. You know, I'm if, available. We will get this out to everybody, but you know, these it's really lovely when our guests, uh, sorry, our, our audience hears this stuff and actually then has questions come up that you want answered. So if you have anything that you hear and you're like, oh, I'd love to know more about that, more about that. Let us know, because I've got some really cool people that are showing up here wanting to come in and, and literally gift their, their perspective to this space. To For me, this is the joy of creating Star Peace, because this is all part of it, right? It's like, I like nothing more than this, but I'd be honest, next time I'd like to be with you hanging out by the pool. We can just put the, uh, we could just put the screen on and we could just chat to it. But yeah. we're Having a physical experience, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I would love that. That would be, that's, I'll put that on my list. Cool. And it's like, that's the beauty of, this is the thing as well about hanging out with people at different vibrational states, because we can end up when, you know, when you say what you just said about 
how much do you want and how how possible do you believe it is as well because there is that sense of asking for something that you just no part of you believes is possible it can happen and you're almost shooting yourself in the foot with that right there's there's got to be a bit of yeah there's a bit of me that believes it and expand that right but in in the beauty of when you allow yourself to raise the bar in terms of who you hang out around who are you listening to what are you reading what are you actually watching and actually then notice that the the mere presence of those around you like I, this was a big part of my life and I'm just saying that now is that I was very much in the single mums club you know many many years ago very low income I had a bunch of mums I mean they were they were wonderful I want to honor them because like we do dinner at each other's houses because it was really lonely you know like it's lonely in the evening when everyone goes home to their partners and you're like well I've got from five till nine to whatever time right Um, but there came a point that as as I was aspiring to create something different which was my first business my yoga business I couldn't do it and stay in that vibration because there was so much victim consciousness around it and we kept creating the same conditions oh here's another one who broke my heart here's another one that didn't show up here's another one you know and and there is an element of on this trusting yourself path being willing to just release yourself from what no longer serves you even though there is an attachment to it yeah yeah you want to share that before we finish yeah um attachment is a big deal you are attached and you're like i am still attached i'm claiming i'm attached and it's okay that i'm attached they keep it keep it (laughs) there's like there's no right or wrong with it just Mm -hmm. keep it if that if it means that much to you and you want to be attached then be attached until you don't want to be and then change it it's really there's no fight there I would say if you're oftentimes we don't know that we're attached to things I think that's what it is where a lot of the stuff that we're attached to is kind of it's like a fish being in water a fish doesn't know it's swimming in water until you take it out Mm. right so when you're attached to something you don't know you're attached to it until someone tries to take it away Mm. or take you away from it Mm. Right? in which case then you get to address that piece of it and i the easiest way to be i i, I believe to attach potentially like to me it looks like you know like what does it look like it, it almost looks like this is a funny visual but almost looks like mozzarella like if you were like stretch it and stretch it stretch it and kind of like breaks apart into like thin strips until it suddenly breaks it's kind of what attachment looks like to me if you just practice, like I'm not attached, say it. When you go to answer somebody and say, well, would you prefer this or that? And go, I don't know, I'm not really attached, whatever you enjoy, mm. right? Or pick something, right? If you, would you like A or B? Oh, B, but I'm not, I'm not attached to that. If you'd like A, wonderful. Really practice saying aloud that you're not attached so that you can reaffirm in your consciousness the de-attachment and non-attachment to things or situations, or people, or or something that you really, really want, it will give you the free space. I'm hearing you. I'm just trying to find the link that I'm going to give everybody for you. I, I think that's so, so beautiful, the way you said that, because that is a way of being able to gently let go of what you, you, you don't really want anymore, but you're attached to. I think I said, I like that. It sounds fun. Yeah. Well, give yourself permission to notice it. I think the whole thing is be patient Mm -hmm. patient with yourself be present fully present if you're fully present you can see everything Mm -hmm. 
no, running I, down the road, you can't see only what you can see, like maybe in front of you, you don't want to trip and fall, right? So you can only see what you can see in your like, you know, almost peripheral vision and in front of you. But if you're standing still, boy, you can see everything because you can turn your head without falling down. Yeah. And that that is a, a beautiful, for me, this is this whole thing of like, knowing that we're operating from programming when we're not present when we're present is when we have the power to shift things and that absolute presence of oh i'm talking right now oh i'm you know like it's well as soon as we go into the thinking space that's when we're in our program state and that is the whole point and that's 95 percent of the time so you know changing programs and then being present and being aware of of the perception filters you have by being present i just got something with the thinking so when I look at, okay, our whole conversation, the only moments where I was thinking is when I paused to hear your question and I'd say, think about it or reiterate it or repeat it in my head in order to source the information and then deliver. I wasn't thinking about what I was saying. I was just saying it. It was just coming through me as infinite knowledge. But the only part that I would I would classify as think about was when you asked a question, I would rethink the question, like not rethink, repeat in my head, which could be classified as thinking the question. It's re- you're, you're bringing it into you to process it. It's not even thinking. It's just bringing it in and going, this is the question that's been asked. I'm repeating it. What, what comes through me in response to this? Yeah. So, I mean, are you, I think maybe def- redefining thinking so that because but they say when you're thinking, you're stinking. Why? Because when you're thinking with this, this only knows what you've taught it up until today. Exactly. And if you feel if you fed it full of bullshit programs, guess what? You're screwed. Because those are the only things that you're going to reiterate, respond to, and reaffirm in your brain. It's when you allow yourself to fully be you, like that open space. Okay, I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to be completely oblivious to this world's rules. Mm. And then you can impart your own rules. That's another fun thing too. So, well, I mean, we could talk about that another day, but if you want, you, you can make up your own rules and then, and then live in them. How much fun is that? Right. For me, one of the things that I love creating is what do I want for certain always being in business and, and like speaking is a huge part of who I am and what I'm up to. And I do have private clients for my private clients in order for them to actually sit before me in order to become a potential client. I get to assess that scenario as well. Like how much potential is there and where can we go with this and how much fun would that be for me in order to create massive change with someone? I know that someone could not sit before me unless they were willing to receive, be, and do the truth of them. They won't be able to click the schedule button to meet with me or an email to ask me a question or anything unless that is who they're being. So now I know years experience of it now. Now I know no one sits before me on any kind of anything unless they're willing to receive the truth of them. Much like you, People have a hard time interviewing me or having this conversation if they're not willing to receive a greater aspect of themselves, because that's, that would be not fun for me because I'd be like smashing my face up against the wall, you know, like, well, that would be no fun because I couldn't expand 
in a space where you weren't willing to, mm-hmm. right? So the rule in my world is only those who sit before me are willing to receive their own truth. And how much fun is that when I know that is the rule that I impart or the programming that I put upon myself in order to experience in this reality as truth, mm. who do you think shows up in my world all the time? Really cool people. <laughs> Crazy as fun, powerful, magical masters of their own reality, just waiting for a few things to be tweaked and changed so that acceleration can occur. My world isn't about teaching you that, you know, you, you just can do it. I'm about, yes, you can do it, but let's, uh, my world is accelerated, acceleration, accelerate it from your perspective so that you can have that stuff now, not freaking 10 years from now when you were done, you know, eliminating all your programs or figuring out how to do it. Let's just eliminate them now being, you know, I'm just like shutting them all off and that's it. Your reality changes off you go. So speed, someone who's willing for speed. So there's a bunch of things that I impart in my reality that are absolute truth for me. They, I get to make it up because it's my world, <laughs> just like you do. It's, it's not just a reactionary experience. Go ahead. Yeah, and I, I think that that's a really beautiful thing just to give everybody to, yeah, just digest and percolate and sort of sit with is like, you know, you can make your own rules up and live them like, like choose that if you want to claim it claim it um and also ask that question what do you always want for certain like what do you want for certain always I remember making a decision a while back that I was always going to make money when I rested like because my old program was like I I couldn't stop because the whole world would fall apart if I stopped and it used to be true right like shit would hit the fan every time now it's like I have to play to make more money I have to relax to allow myself to receive those that want to come to me because that's the vibration and it is so lovely to know that we can literally flip things around so whether you're someone like me who's come from a lot of density and a lot of a lot of different programs that have been really challenging or whether you've come in with much more clarity in terms of the fact that you are a being getting to experience your own reality as the source here in this earth there's something beautiful we can all receive from the lovely Wendy so I have put it in the um it's in the comments box. You won't see it on Zoom, Wendy, but it's here for our um, audience. And we'll also put it in the text box as well. And we'll send it into the email and we will have you back. We're going to have to bring it to a close because I have a private client in a minute. So I'm just going to get ready for that. But mwah, so much love to you. I'm just so excited that you came. I really appreciate it. It's lovely to have your energy here in Star Peace. And it feels like Star Peace just had a little cosmic blast. And oh. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you on to there's a potentially really like yeah what do we want to do what would be the most fun version of this that we could create and invite others to participate in that because that was the whole point of Star Peace it wasn't just you know it's my vision of course but we've got Lara Fairy Love who comes on as Star Love and um good I'm glad you enjoyed that Tracy that's cool the infinite possibilities are there what do we want to choose it's exciting right let's have fun let's do excited and let's have you on again soon Yay. Uh, listen, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful. And it's always so much fun playing with you. You're so open. It's so much fun to bring forward like exciting ways to speak about all the possibilities. And thank you. I really appreciate being here and even being thought of to come and play. And you know how much fun a workshop would be if we created an actual in-person workshop and literally changed and shifted and shut off all the programming in the way so people could actually walk out the other side like absolute new humans that would I be love that idea. I love that idea I think 
I really let's talk about it and let's present it as an idea I would love to I think we can create that easily so that would be a lot of fun yeah okay but you heard that get excited more to come (laughs) thank you everybody for watching I'm sending you all kinds of awesome possibilities (laughs) all the possibilities that are fun and exciting if that's what you want (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. <sighs>